best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. I'd rather ride a bike with my kids than ride in an ambulance. I'd rather have a catch with my dog, Curtis, than catch pneumococcal pneumonia. (coughs) If you're 19 or older with certain chronic conditions like heart disease, asthma, or diabetes, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Learn more at Prevnar20.com. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. It's March, and that can mean only one thing. The Madness is here. Not in front of a TV on game day? Listen to every round of NCAA March Madness live from Westwood One, free in the Odyssey app. Catch all the biggest moments of the tournament, no matter where you are, from Cinderella's. A 15 seed will head to the Elite Eights. To buzzer beaters. Atkinson scores. 1.4 seconds left. To champions. For the fourth time. It's time to go dancing. Download the Odyssey app today to get started. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We've got a couple of very compelling games to bet on in the NBA tonight. The Mavs are hosting the Grizzlies. We're going to continue to be without the services of John Morant. I feel great about betting on the Mavericks. Dallas is in a four-way battle with the Clippers, Warriors, and T-Wolves to avoid the playing tournament. Meanwhile, Memphis has been awful away from home this year. They've won only 12 road games on the entire year. Late night betters should take the Warriors over the Suns. We know Kevin Durant's going to miss another two to three weeks. And Golden State is the second most home wins in the West behind Denver. So go with the Mavs and Warriors. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call T and Redline. 1-800-889-9789. This is Gary Parrish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. Every piece of land has a story. 
For the Caggianos, it's keeping their yard pristine with a John Deere Z530MC track mower because it's not just a yard, it's a gathering place. Work and play kind of meld together for us. They run a brewery, harvest their own hops, and keep things tidy for their guests. People say, what are you? Are you a farmer or a brewer? So I say, I'm a farmer brewer. When you love what you do, it's not really work. Run with us on a Z530M mower and start telling your story. Learn more at johndeere.com slash radio. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Park on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. Each and every day here on the Jeff Calkins Show, we welcome Chris Harrington to the program. Let's fire it up. Now, it's Chris Harrington on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. On 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Church Health, caring for people all around us. Give today at churchhealth.org. Chris Harrington joins the program. Chris, what are we listening to? That is, of course, uh, Body Moving, Beastie Boys, Fat Boy Slim Remix. Shout out to uh, uh, Roddy the Body, uh, David Roddy, who had his breakout game over the weekend. What'd you make of the performance? Because th- this is something that Mark and I have been talking about sometimes on the air, sometimes off the air. Doesn't it feel like if the Grizzlies are going to have someone from kind of outside the rotation step up, it feels like he makes the most sense to me. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I've been saying for the past month, really since the, um, the trade deadline that I, you know, no offense to Luke Kennard or John Conchar, but I just think there's too much similarity between the two and they really need someone who can provide them a little more oomph, a little more, a little more activity, a little more dynamism off the wing. And if you look at the candidates, you know, Jake LaRavia just, you know, ship sailed on Jake LaRavia this season with the back soreness and all the other stuff. It just, he's been out of the mix too long. I think the ship has now sailed on Zaire Williams. Um, if it hadn't already, I think it sailed over the weekend. It, 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 it departed from the dock, and it is at sea now. Um, and I, that leaves Roddy and right, you know, as a rookie, he may have nights where he's terrible and, and I don't know, you know, but I think you look at that game last night and what you see is that, yeah, he made shots, but he's not a guy who, when he's out there, the only question is, okay, is he going to make shots or not make shots? You know, he's, he, he gets a steal. He takes it coast to coast. He gets an offensive rebound and a put back. You know, he's crashing in from the weak side for a dunk. He's, he, he's moving guys around under the paint to, like, to, to get a layup off an inbounds pass. You know, he's diving on the floor to get a loose ball. There's more to his game than just make shots, not make shots. And I think they need that little bit of sort of chaos agent activity off their bench, and he's a guy who might be able to provide that. I, I guess the way that I look at it is he feels like he offers the most because, like you said, even if he's not making shots, I trust him to actually slash to the goal more than everyone. His size yeah. is obviously clearly something that a lot of the other young guys don't have. I can, like, if, do I think he could make defensive mistakes? Sure. But don't you kind of trust him? Like, I just think, like, when I'm comparing him to the guys, I just trust that he could do more. 
Um, well, that's an interesting turn of phrase, right? Trust and could. Right. right? Those are sort of like different, you go different ways, right? Correct. Um, I, I, I don't trust him, but I don't believe in the trust, but I believe in the could. Um, I, I don't trust him, but I think there's the potential for him to impact the game in ways beyond shot making that I don't think you're going to get as much from the other options. And I think that is a wild card that you're going to need. And so I, you know, I endorse Taylor, Taylor, you can said after the game, like, you know, I, it's going to be nine for a while. That means nine mean David Roddy staying in the rotation. Although if, and when John Morant comes back, you know, you got a question there because then that would make it 10. And like, then you have a David Roddy versus John, Con- John, Con- John, John, Con- 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 question. But I think Roddy is Roddy's earned himself some runway. He's going to be in the rotation now for a little bit, and we'll see if he can d- develop that consistency and earn it as we head to the playoffs. David basically doubled up Conchar in terms of minutes on Saturday. Was that a tip? Was that Taylor Jenkins tipping his hand, or do you think that was Taylor Jenkins going with the hot hand? That was going with the hot hand. I mean, there was a moment in that game in the fourth quarter where, you know, Tyus Jones was on the bench to start the fourth quarter. And so then you get to, you know, a certain point midway through the quarter or a third of the way to the quarter, it's time to bring Tyus Jones back into the game. I think in a normal scenario, Tyus Jones would have checked in for David Roddy. But Roddy had the hot hand, and so he, Tyus Jones checked in for Santi Aldama. And they basically played Roddy at the power forward down the stretch of that game. I think that was a response to the game Roddy was having. That was not normal rotation stuff. And so that, that boosted Roddy's minutes in that game. But I do think and, – and I'm saying the game before against Golden State, Conchar had played more than Kennard. Yeah. So I think especially after, after Ja comes back and they have their two point guards, if and when Ja comes back, if, if, they, if they have their two point guards, to me there's a real question about how you're soaking up those minutes, those backup minutes two through four – with, with Kennard, Conchar, Roddy, and Aldama. Like, something's got to give, right? And I think that's a real competition among those four players, really, as good as Aldama's been. Because one of my things with Roddy, and I've gone on a journey, right? I was one of the biggest Roddy skeptics when they drafted him in early in the season, and then you know, a month ago I called for him to play more. So this, this has been a, it's been a journey of discovery for me. But I, I, one of my things with Roddy is I don't trust the foot speed guarding on the perimeter that much. I still don't. He he played when he had his huge fourth quarter. He was playing power forward. Yeah, I think he's. I think small ball four is what his best use is. What have you made of the minutes without Tyus? Because you know, essentially, you, you pointed out like they're not. They're basically going no point guard, and we saw Golden State take advantage of that. What did you think about on on Saturday? I think it's generally gone okay. I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, it'll be very game to game, but it's generally gone okay. And the thing about it is that it, was, it, it actually worked great last season because they did that a lot last season because they didn't carry a third-point card. And John missed 25 games. And so that was 25 games in which you did not have a backup point guard and you were just doing – now, Now it worked better last season because it, was, it wasn't Desmond Bain, Luke, Luke Kennard, John Conchar. It was Desmond Bain, DeAnthony Mountain, Kyle Anderson. And Kyle Anderson is basically a 6'9 point guard. Yeah. And so that – I think you and the defense was better, so I think it worked better last season with the personnel they had. Um, but I think it's worked okay, and I do think it's notable that, like, you know, you're late in the season and you're missing a point guard, and you have a choice to make. And is it are you playing without a point guard, or are you playing Kennedy Chandler? And I know Chandler's very young and he's a rookie, but he was a high second round pick. 
I think, you know, when you pick a point guard in the 30s, your hope is that when you have an injury, <laughs> you know, that he steps up. And, and this is, I don't know, not necessarily commentary on him, it's a commentary on the coach and, like, the coaching staff of what, at this point in the season, what they trust and what they don't. But I do think it's notable that you're carrying this third point guard and you're not using it. How big, how big of the concern is the depth right now? Well, you know, you're down three of your top seven players, and so that really uh, presses your depth. I think this team structurally went into the season with much bigger depth questions than they had a year ago. Um, you know, I, I, you know, Aldama taking a, a real step forward, flipping that, that green spot, which had basically been an empty spot for Kennard, who can play. Um, you know, and, and, and now Roddy, you know, you needed at least one of your – if you were to carry three rookies on the roster, one of them is going to have to play. It looks like maybe Roddy is just finally giving you that one. You check at least the one box. But they're carrying a lot of dead weight at the back end of the roster on top of now the injuries they've had. And so it feels like they can get by right now, but they can't withstand any more injuries. Yeah, I just kept thinking on Saturday watching the game, man, this feels fragile. Like, and I get it. Yeah. You know, like to your point, you're down three of your top seven. No duh, it feels fragile. Like, I mean, of course, but like I just think about, I think about it in terms of like tonight. I suppose the bigger question is whether or not Kyrie plays. Luca's going to be out. But then I just started saying, like, man, didn't da- – I felt like Dallas had more shot-making, at least. Like, I know the Grizzlies had the fourth quarter, and it's largely just really Roddy was making shots. But I, I don't know. I just found myself thinking, like, this is going to be quite the balancing act to just try and, like, tread water. Yeah, I mean, that was the game. I mean, you're playing at home against the Dallas team without Luka or Kyrie, and that's a very top-heavy roster without his top. And you're down 11 early in the fourth quarter. Like, you know, they we, people ended up feeling great about that game because it was spectacular to watch what, what Roddy did and you had to make this fourth quarter comeback. But that could have easily been a, a, a serious bummer of a game. And, and it, you know, I, I think these four games without since Morant and Clark have been out, you know, you're 2-2. Two and two, um, all you know, you 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 ran ran off on Golden State. The other three games were competitive, and like you won in the fourth quarter at home, and you lost on the road, basically. And so it's you know you don't look like the two seed in the West right now, but you do look like a competitive team. Like it, it has been a little bit of I think it's been it's had a calming effect of reminding that like you know all is not lost in terms of just day to day like competing in basketball games without even without John Morant, Stephen Adams, or Brandon Clark. There's still enough talent on this team that you're you're a respectable team, even if you're not a team that's going to get to a conference finals without those guys. Are the fourth quarter issues solved? No, of course not. I mean, it's one game, uh, and Dave Roddy got hot, and so we'll see. Um, but you know, we'll see. They're going to play again tonight, right, in Dallas. We'll see what they look like. What do you make about tonight? Because the line opened in favor of the Grizzlies and then it's quickly moved to Dallas and it's been growing. I think it's now up to two. I, I think that suggests to me that they're expecting Kyrie to play. I, I, that could also just be, Hey, sharp betters have seen what the Grizzlies are on the road. They're just betting against them. So it may not be a reflection of Kyrie, but uh, I don't know. This does feel as Luca already been declared out. I yes. Seen. Yes. They have declared him. Okay. Out. So Luca's out. You know, Kyrie was at was was in Memphis. There was some question. Like I was there at shoot around over the weekend, 
And I, I was talking to Tim McMahon, who, who's from ESPN, who, who operates out of Dallas. And he was there. And he was like, I don't think Kyrie's even in Memphis. And then they opened it up. And Kyrie was there. He was out on the floor like, doing shoot-around stuff, taking shots. Ended up not playing. And so I would guess that, I, you know, my friend Matt Hurley made this point on Twitter, and I sort of agree. Like, when you're Dallas and you trade for Kyrie Irving, you're, like, you're not expecting him to, like, be questionable and sit, you know, when you're playing, when you're playing, you know, the the two seed in the West in the middle of the playoff stretch, right? Like, surely, especially when surely you're in a position he, he like, go, he's going to go. Well, like you're in a position that they're in, which is, I mean, every game matters for them right now, right? You know, one game's kind of the difference. One game has been the difference between avoiding the play-in or being in the play-in. I mean, I, I, at a certain point, like. Man, I get it, but like, is is this just a classic example of Kyrie being Kyrie? I think so, and I and I think he's gonna like you know go somewhere else in the summer unless Dallas gives him like, like a four year max contract. Yeah, probably just head out. Dallas is really on. They are they are dangerously close, if not already there, to the Anthony Davis in New Orleans track. Yeah, um, with Luca, you, you mean? Just, you, yes, with Luca, you have. You have, you have this generational talent, and you failed to build a good structure around them, and now you're chasing it, right? You're, like, you're throwing good money after bad, trying to do something, and it feels like Kyrie's going to walk this summer, and like the Lucas stuff is going to get really hot next season is what it feels like. Is it hard to build around Luka? Like, I was trying to think about that because it seems, no. it, it seems like it should be easy, right? But why is... It feels like it shouldn't be this difficult, but they're really struggling. Yeah, I mean, you know, they could have they, they could have signed Jalen Brunson to an yeah. extension. Like, you know, he, he's like having an All Star season in New York. That would have been cool. Um, they they have not done. They and you, you watched the game the other night. Like Jaden Hardy and Jalen Green both look like may, maybe they're pretty good. Maybe they finally found something with a couple of young players. Yeah, but it's a long time that they haven't. Um, there was a long drought in Dallas where they just weren't developing players. I mean, you get Luca in the top with the third pick or fourth pick or whatever it was, and that's that's easy. But there's a long period. They they don't have their Desmond Baines there. They don't have their Brandon Clark's. Like they just really struggled to 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 develop talent out of the draft, and then spent all their time you know chasing free agents that blew up in their face. Like remember old DeAndre Jordan, like you know lock him in a room stuff that was going on or whatever. What have you made of Desmond recently? Because on the one hand, I'm just sitting there going, are we just really judging whether or not he plays well, whether or not he makes shots? Because he doesn't seem like he's demonstrably – it feels like night to night he's consistent, but yet again it feels like, well, it's a night that he played pretty well, but I'm just sitting there wondering, like, well, is it just because he made shots? I just think I just think it sort of is what it is at this point, where yeah. he's like really good, but I think he's operating at about 90% capacity. I, I, that's just been my – that's been my feeling ever since he's come back from that injury that he just doesn't have the upper reach that he had late last season and that he had early this season. That, like, every once in a while he's just going to jump up and get you 36 or whatever. I I just don't think – and it's been pretty – not always like this, but a lot of the times he he builds his numbers early in games. Yeah. Like, I think he had 17 in the first half. I think that's right against Dallas. He ended up with, like, 22 or 23 or whatever. He did hit the big shot of the game from the corner late. But he is not – I just don't think he has the capacity right now 
to like get on my back. I'm, I'm taking 25 shots. I'm scoring 40. Like, I just don't think that. I think he has that ability, but I don't think he has that right now. Yeah, 17 of his 25 came in the first half. Right. What did you make about Jaron? Because it was a little bit of a slower start. I still felt like, though, he kept his aggression for the most part. This has been a little bit of a story with him, and I think it's sort of, you know, half full, half empty kind of thing, depending on how you look at it. Um, he was pretty bad, you know, for the first half or so. Yeah. And then he had seven of his 14 in the fourth quarter. Like, he was good in the fourth quarter. And I feel like that's not – I feel like he's had games like that lately where – where he finally comes around and has a big fourth quarter and hasn't been as good early. And, like, you'd rather him be good early as well, especially against that matchup. But I do like that, 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 that when he has a bad first half, they're, not, they're no longer, like, going away from him. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, you're not, you're not pulling the plug on it anymore. Um, and I like that he plugs away and has, had, has gotten better as games have gone on. Sort of the opposite of Bain. Like, Bain, Bain does it early, Jaron does it late. There's been a little bit of that lately, I feel like. What do you make of tonight? Because on a, on a certain level, you know, hey, it's the Grizzlies on the road. It's the Grizzlies on the road on national TV. It, it feels like it has all the makings uh, of being kind of the disappointing night. But at the same time, like, I almost feel like as this group just tries to, you know, kind of stabilize until John Morant returns. It almost feels like there's like a lack of expectation. So I feel like you can get, like, I feel like I've been pleasantly surprised by their performance without Ja. Yeah. I mean, never, you never want to put too much weight into any individual game. But I feel like tonight's a pretty good test of what, where they are right now. Yeah. Cause, because they played four, they played four games since they lost both Morant and Clark. And the first two were like, you know, two games and three nights in L.A. And you're already on the road when this stuff happens. And while those games were competitive, there's got to be a little bit of like a shell shock kind of like, that's a little bit, you have to be going through a little bit of a daze as a team because this, this is just blown up in your face like all of a sudden. For sure. And then, you come ho- and then you come home, you've had a few days, you come home, you get to sort of take a breath and settle yourself and you win the two games at home. And now like this is a pretty good test. Like you're on the road. You're against a good team, not a great team. We're going to assume Kyrie plays. You're playing against one star, not two. It's kind of a toss-up kind of game. And so this is a good, again, one game can mean whatever, but I think it's a good sort of, this this is the most neutral game they've had since all this stuff has happened in terms of trying to set a baseline for what you think you look like. The New York Post had the video and, I guess, details uh, of John Morant Without getting into specifics of it, did the release of the video change any way that you feel about potential punishment, lack of punishment, whatnot? Did it, did did any of the story change any way of how you feel about John Morant's return? Um, I don't feel like that. What what, what to the degree that there's new in there. And the most meaningful news is probably that it was two nights instead of one. Yeah. Um, not not what was happening those nights, right? Um, I don't I don't think that should have any impact on punishment or return issues relative to the team or the league. I think on one level, there's a lot that's like I don't know about this. This is getting to invasion of privacy issues sure. that I that I I, I, I wonder about. On the other hand, there are relevant team issues in terms of, you know, that 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 um, 
that report that came out about the, the players meeting and Stephen Adams and saying we need to take things more seriously on the road. And so there is, you know, setting aside like whatever you're doing at the club, the fact that you're like at the club the night before and the night after, you know, these road games and, and you have a team issue of people who are saying like we need to button down and get more serious on the road. Like that's a real issue relative to team. That is not an issue relative to John Morant's status as an active basketball player in the NBA, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's fair. I was trying to think about this yesterday, changing topics on you. Have we had an Oscars on the night that we get the NCAA tournament bracket? That was new, right? I, I was thinking about that. I don't, I don't remember, remember this. I remember that double dip. Because I was like, yeah, no, that, I was like, this is, this is a lot of TV right now for me. No, no, I haven't even fully, I haven't fully um, absorbed the bracket because I, I actually was watching the Oscars, for better or worse. And so I glanced at the bracket, but normally I would have liked spent a little bit more time with it on a Sunday night. But instead, I'm like, you know, I can do this tomorrow or Tuesday before I fill my stuff out. I'm going to watch the Oscars tonight. I was thinking about that last night. I don't remember those things colliding before. Yeah, I, I feel like now the Oscars date is not like it's always this week. Like it does fluctuate. Like I know that because I can even remember. I think there's even been years where maybe it was like at the end of February, whatnot. And obviously, in the like the whole. COVID, like, I feel like it's changed everything, but that to me felt like that, w- that was overwhelming. And it, it was overwhelming because I wasn't quite prepared for it, even though, hey, if you just get out of schedule, you could realize that that was going to be the case. It, 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 it's kind of an interesting collision because it's like two things that are still like meaningful to a lot of people and still popular, but not as meaningful and popular broadly in the culture as they each were 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like college, college basketball and the movies are both in a little bit of a down period relative to like, you know, when we were kids. Oh, I, I definitely think that's fair. Cause like, that was the other thing that I was trying to realize. Like I admittedly, I've not seen everything everywhere all at once, but all I kept thinking about is every person I know and I trust with movies has had some version of this review. It's a good movie. It's not as good as it wants to be, and it's not as good as it's getting hyped to be. And oh, I think I think I think all those things are true. But I would also make the point that like the Oscars are often bad, and so to me, like like that's an above average Oscar winner. Well, I mean, like you're talking a, about a you're talking about an award that's given best picture to Crash and the King's Speech, and yeah. some really ridiculous stuff back in the '60s, like some really crazy, stupid stuff way back. And so it's not like not like every year the Godfather wins Best Picture. No, and like that was the other thing I was saying. I was like, this, it's all relative. Like in the end, it's, you don't have to be the best movie of all time. You have to be the movie nope. that, that most people vote for in that given year. I was also, a uh, quick little story, I was super happy for Jamie Lee Curtis. My senior year, I was eating dinner one night, and she was sitting at the table behind us, and then she just like started chatting us up, and she was very pleasant and nice, like, that was the closest I've ever seen, like, a star when she gave her acceptance speech, which I thought was pretty good. I was like, that, that was the one thing that got me to react. I was like, good for her, because that's, she was so nice to us, like, when we were eating dinner. She seems like she'd be a good hang. My yeah. version of that with, with, with the same movie is that with those directors who I've never seen before yeah. got up to, to give their first acceptance, I was like, and the Oscar for guys who see most like dudes I hung out in the dorm with at college goes to the Daniels. Yes. Like and I, I'm pretty sure I went to college with those dudes. Sweetest bolo tie. I think, yeah. I think went to, to the one. of I, He, Dan, the, the bolo tie goes by Dan. And the other one went by Daniel, right? 
I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just know that I like. I, I had a, I had a flashback to some, some dude holding court in the dorm lounge and in, in, in McAllister College in 1992 where that dude was talking. Well, the other thing that I was thinking about last night is, how can I be, can I be happy that Brendan Fraser won an Oscar, but can I also be like, I still don't want to see that movie. Yeah, I don't want to see that movie either. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I've seen all, I, I've seen all ten, but I saw, I saw all ten of the Best Picture nominations. And I have a physical, a physical DVD screener of the whale, and I am not going to put that in, in. I'm not slipping that in. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, that that was kind of like I was like, yes, I'm happy for him, and, and I was like, I I still don't want to see that. Anything else that struck you from last night? Um, you know, to the degree that it matters, I, I I wish it had been a little bit more variety in the winners. It's a little bit too much, everything, everywhere, um, and too much all quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. You know, I Tar and Banshee Simon Shearer and Fablebins, I think, all got shut out. To me, that is not indicative of sort of the year in movies. It was a little bit too clustered around those those two movies for me. All right, and then now you said you're going to start digging into your bracket. Is this the least? I got to of- figure out where I can justify Arkansas in the Final Four. I got to figure out oh, where no. I can justify oh, that. Are you ready? They are. Yeah, they're my team, and here's why. There we go. They will have a 10-minute stretch of basketball where you sit there and you watch these guys, and you're like, oh, my God, these guys are amazing. They're long. They're athletic. They're amazing. And then there's like 25 other minutes to 30 other minutes of basketball. You're like, oh, yeah, this is why they're going to be an eight seed. But let me tell you what. If they put it together, oh, watch out. I watched them early in the season, and I thought, like, I was convinced. This is the best team since Corliss Williams. Yes, they have so much talent. And then they lost the one forward um, who's really good, the Trayvon Brazil guy, to injury. And then the Nick Smith guy is sort of like, – he's back now, but he's had lots of injury issues. Yes. But I fell totally in love with Anthony Black. He, like, that's my new favorite basketball player. Um, he's like slow-mo but not slow, um, just in terms of that feel for the game. And they, that, that Ricky Council dude is like a classic, this guy's great in college. Yes. And so there's a lot of perimeter talent on that team. Musselman's a really good coach. I think they've had a disappointing season since then, but like that team's got some upside. They've got some upside. And then, you know, you look at, they're matched up with Kansas and Kansas is that team where if Grady Dick is not scoring, they really, really struggle to score. Like Texas took advantage of them. I I just feel like that's a, that's not the worst spot for Arkansas. If you've had a year where you probably underachieved, this isn't the worst draw because Illinois is a team that will take a nap on you, unlike any other team. And then Kansas, you know what I mean? Like, it's also really hard to repeat. Like, it's really hard to repeat, is, especially when you're re- replacing, like, 70% of your offense. This is all the co I need. I, yeah. I, I'm doing it. But Memphis, I feel like the uh, – I, like, I definitely like them in game one, but I feel like that's kind of a rough draw for them to have to go up against the one seed in the second round. I, I, that seems like not – not great, but I got to say, Kendrick Davis is the classic for me who doesn't watch a, co- a lot of college basketball. Like my strategy every year is like, who's got the best upperclassman lead guards? And guess what? It's that dude. Well, and further, when you look at Purdue, Zach Eady is like a, he's mesmerizing to watch because he's so big and right. But they have very young guards and they've been very inconsistent down the stretch. And I just keep thinking like, When's the last time a team with a true, like, traditional back-to-the-basket big 
just put a team on his back in the tournament. Like we we typically yeah. don't see those guys end up like taking over the tournament. No, I mean Kendrick Davis is your classic Shabazz Napier, yes. like you know this is what college basketball is for kind of guy. So who knows? Chris, we appreciate it. Have a good rest of the uh, day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, thanks. That is Chris Harrington of the Daily Memphian. When we come back. Jeffrey joins the program. Stick around and listen to the Jeff Calkins Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As he ran it in the lane, tried a left-handed running finger roll. Roddy in rhythm. A left wing three. Ring it up. Put three on the board. A big triple for David Roddy and a timeout for the Mavericks. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Dallas Mavericks. We'll pregame for it all day. Grizzlies Network pregame at 6 after the game. Coon Show. The tip at 6.30 with Eric Hasseltine live from Dallas on 92.9. Memphis looking to shoot your shot? Long shot at Arrive Memphis has you covered. Your game day headquarters for the Tigers and Grizzlies. Want to bite before or after the game? Don't miss Long Shot's all-star food, classic cocktails, and game day specials. Looking for a place to watch all the action? They have multiple screens with shuffleboard tables, draft beer, and plenty of space for your team. Long Shot, open seven days a week starting at noon Saturdays and Sundays on the corner of South Main and Butler. And don't miss their trivia night every Thursday. When you're looking for a game day spot, Long Shot Arrive Memphis is always a winner. This marks take your first shot at College Hoops for FanDuel's Sportsbook and get ten times your first bet amount in bonus bets. 200 bucks. That's right. Bet 20 bucks on the bracket, bracket, and you will land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200. You can spend betting on everything from the money line to point spreads to that 5 versus 12 seed that you have been eyeing all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Sign up today by going to fanduel.com backslash caucus. That's the promo code. It's backslash caucus, C A L. system can help your engine run better and improve gas mileage. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up a bottle of Chevron Tecron fuel system cleaner on sale now. Buy one, get one free. Plus get two times O rewards points. Get more fuel saving tips from the professional parts people at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit OReillyAuto.com Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Introducing Total by Verizon, a new prepaid wireless provider with no contract plans starting at just $30 a month. With Total by Verizon, you don't have to sacrifice reliability or freedom. Get Total by Verizon and save money every month on America's most reliable 5G network. Most reliable 5G based on most first place rankings and root metrics first half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. 
If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to Refunds.com to get started, and in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they may be able to help your business too. There's no upfront charge either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based on incomplete or outdated information. So don't let this opportunity pass you by because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited time. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. The Zaxby's Asian Sensation Salad comes with our hand-breaded chicken, crispy wonton strips, Asian slaw, an egg roll, and is dressed with not one, but two flavorful dressings. Our sweet and savory honey sesame teriyaki glaze and a tangy citrus vinaigrette. But there's so much more than dressings. There's sauces. Salad sauces! The Asian Sensation Salad. Order one ahead through the Zaxby's app. Woo, saucy! Zaxby's. Get to know the number one auto insurer in the country, State Farm. I'm Kathy Thurman Edwards, the agent on Brookhaven Circle. You've heard me say my team is awesome. I'm better looking than a lizard. But have you called us? No, 901-767-7744. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Need new wiper blades but not sure which ones are right for you? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts can help. We'll show you options for your vehicle and even install your new wiper blades for free. Right now, save $10 per pair on Bosch Focus Wiper Blades so you can see better in any weather. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here, bringing you the parlay of the day, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We've got a couple of very compelling games to bet on in the NBA tonight. The Mavs are hosting the Grizzlies. We're going to continue to be without the services of John Morant. I feel great about betting on the Mavericks. Dallas is in a four-way battle with the Clippers, Warriors, and T-Wolves to avoid the playing tournament. Meanwhile, Memphis has been awful away from home this year. They've won only 12 road games on the entire year. Late-night betters should take the Warriors over the Suns. We know Kevin Durant's going to miss another two to three weeks. And Golden State is the second most home wins in the West behind Denver. So go with the Mavs and Warriors. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus and President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call T and Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back 
to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Pike on 92.9 FM ESPN. Josh Price on call pit. Your price are promise. Your price are promise. And here's how it works. You guys get together. You get, let's say you're selling your house. And uh, you get together, and you look at the comps, and you come up with a, uh, a price, the appropriate price for that house. And uh, what Josh Hysop says is, okay, we've got this price. It's agreed upon price. It's the right price for this house. You're going to sell us this price, or when you close, I'm going to make up the difference. It sounds kind of crazy. What it does is it sets a floor for your You know you will get that much for your house. I was talking to a woman in Barton who actually did this very thing. So I, I want to make sure I can get uh, She actually sold it for more. Uh, the established price, the price they established, but that's the way it works. It's your price, our promise. It's Josh Heitzaw. I met with him two weeks ago now. Who knows? I may be moving, uh, not out of town, but moving sometime soon myself. Give a call to Josh Heitzaw and his team over there at 461-8147. 461-8147. Hundreds of five-star Google reviews, so you go and check out for yourself. It is Josh Heitzaw. Give him a call. It's our time. If you need to stay on your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh H-I-S-A-W. Go to JoshHeitzaw.com. All right, Jeffrey. We uh, we have other matters to talk about. I spent a lot of time on the Tigers today. I obviously talked to Chris Harrington uh, about the Grizzlies and their weekend, the David Roddy game. Um it was uh, it was over the weekend that with John Morant two more stories uh, dropped. I guess one was maybe late Thursday night. The story about uh, I think it was a, was that a TMZ story? I think it was a TMZ story about uh, some folks. Uh, let's see, some, some some people called his sister uh, a, a B word. Yes, yeah, that was a TMZ and, story. Yes, yeah, and evidently Ja and his family then went to, according to reports, uh, went to the Houston High School basketball game and tried to uh, intimidate the person who would get the fracas with the person who had called uh, John Moran's sister the B word. So that story dropped. And and then, of course, we had the story of the New York Post, which really was only salacious. There was nothing newsworthy about it. Um, a, a guy goes to a strip club with lots of money and does things, strip club things. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is, is that the New York Post would not have written that story, would not have thought of writing that story, would not have obtained the pictures, however they obtained them for that story, in a normal circumstance, right? Like, James Harden goes to a strip club, that's not, like, that, that's not news. We don't get photos of James Harden getting a lap dance, if he were to do such a thing, for example, right? It's only news because of the gun that was at the strip club. And then all bets are off. And, um, I mean, I imagine you, you see those pictures, and then they, they're certainly worth a thousand words. Like, the, 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 if you haven't seen them, the entire room is carpeted in money. Yes. Carpeted, carpeted in money. And Jai is apparently uh, getting a lap dance. Mm-hmm. And, um, and honestly, it feels, it feels like, a inv- to say it's an invasion of privacy is a little loony, right? You know, he went on Instagram Live. He opened the door to this. Right. But here's the truth. 
any time John Morant now or his family do anything on the line, it is national news. If not Washington Post-worthy national news, we saw that too, certainly for the salacious gossip sites, the New York Post and TMZ, I think for the next five years, all bets are off. John Moran, who, you know, stepping, you know, doing something outrageous, however that is defined, whether it's carpeting a strip club in money or whether it's uh, trying to intimidate someone, is now, oh, you got a John Moran video? We'll pay good money for this. We're TMZ. Yeah. Literally, that is his life. And I do wonder if, if, that there will be an appropriate appreciation of that now. Like, it was always crazy to go around Memphis trying to intimidate people if you're John Moran, right? That was always crazy. It's crazier. It's kind of even crazier now and going forward. It's just kind of a the, 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 the level to which he is now, he is like your Hollywood star anytime he steps out or certainly steps close to the line. He is going to be national gossip site news and yeah. that is new yeah i think that i think that's fair i thought the other thing that was i don't know because i struggled with it it's like there was clearly news it also clearly felt like piling on at the same time i, I don't thi- think that was news i think it was purely salacious like what was the news beyond the photo like here, this is what it looked like. Like so, the it, only thing that I thought book. the only thing that I thought yeah. was news was he he went not only the night that he went live, he was there. I think the story the said before as well. Eighty. Right? Yeah. It was like the night before. It was whatever, the night that they got in. It was like eighty minutes since, like eighty minutes after the team landed in Denver, he was at the strip club. He was there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'll say this. I, I guess if you were of the view as a Grizzlies fan, that that what these players all do is they go uh, on the road and they, uh, and they go straight to their rooms and they eat salmon or chicken breasts. Right. And they uh, drink sparkling water and their body is a temple and they are, uh, you know, and they're making sure that they get their nine hours. Right. And or sleep, eight in their, hours. sleep in their hyperbaric chamber. Hyperbaric yeah. chambers and are locked in on the next day's opponent. I think this was certainly an IO. And by the way, there are players who do that. Like, there are certainly players who do that. Um, but let's be honest, we've been hearing for a long time about this team partying on the road. Not this team, about certain members of this team yes. partying on the road, right? Yes. This I mean, is, that, that is. In certain cities in particular, not just constantly, but in certain cities in particular, it's a little bracing to see it, right? Right, wait, wait, this is this? You do wonder how good Jack could be if he were, if he were in the dark, you know? I mean, that's the other thing, is it sort of makes you wonder about the, okay, Jack got to be this player. Remember that whole summer about in the dark? He's yeah. Working and working and working and working and working and working and working, and that's how he. I'm not going to speak on it. I'm just going to work and show you and whatever else. And you can party and, and work too, but um, but it does like it makes you wonder if having got to this place, there's the same commitment to improvement, <laughs> right? Like it, it does. Now, that, I, having said that, the idea that Michael Jordan didn't party, right? 
or, you know, Tiger Woods didn't party, or, like, pick your athlete, right? Joe Namath was famous for it, did pretty well. So uh, uh, lots of athletes have partied. It's, it's, a little, it's a little remarkable to see it, and I do think it's a reminder that going forward, he just can't. Yeah, I mean, he can. If he can, he can, but it will be in TMZ or New York Post every single time. I mean, I guess to me the the clear distinction is: Do I expect you know my athletes essentially to be choir boys? Well, no. I I think that would be misguided. I think the problem is it's totally fine if you want to go and you want to be the party guy, but you got to be the party guy that delivers. And I think what may have been a little bit unfair to Ja is all of their road struggles weren't just him. But the problem is, you have a team. Oh no! You have, you have a team, team that would party on the road, and they the were horrific. And then you see this "quote unquote," yeah, this partying on the road. And then you hear the story about uh, Stephen Adams saying we need to be more serious on the road. Right. And I mean, the guy in, in any he delivers in the sense that he's spectacular. He has had another spectacular year. The, the dude just scored. How many points was it in the quarter? Uh, the was road. it twenty-eight? Eight, twenty-eight. Yeah, like it's not like Ja has fallen off a cliff. He's had a he's had a a, a very good year. Uh, I don't know if it was the leap forward year that people had hoped it might be, but he's had a very good year up until this. But no, um, anyway. So that happened, and uh, it's gonna it'll be interesting when he comes back. You know, I'm, I'm really interested in how he talks about it. And, 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 and the words that he says will, in the end, just be words. But I do think how he talks about it um, will be important. It will, will be at least something of a glimpse at his mindset. I'll say that. Something yeah, I think that's more than fair. At his mindset. All right. And then uh, people often say, it is often said that this Thursday and Friday are the best sports days of the year. And I, of course, have always said that's simply not true. If it were true, uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't have the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is a better sports day. It's in the name. Than Thursday or what? It's in the name. It's literally super. It's right there in the name, and more people watch it. If it's so freaking great, why don't more people watch it? More people watch the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> like so, let's not be confused here. It is, however, these are great days, and when you combine it with the absolutely spectacular fun that is legal tampering in the NFL, it really sets up not just as a great couple of days, but as a great week. This is a great, this is a great week in sports, don't you think? 100%. I mean, actually, I even really think it started when oh, we, the- it started last week when you got to, when you got to like the, the conference tournament games, it started meaning something because this was the thought that I had. Is there any other sport where 80% of your sport is pretty forgettable? But this last four weeks, man, there's just nothing like it. And it even started last week. Well, I mean, I'll give you Olympic figure skating. You know, Olympic figure skating is pretty forgettable. Right, but we don't watch it every year. You know what I mean? No, no, you're right. You're right. We don't watch it every year. So, um... But anyway, so we got big NFL stuff. Obviously, today we will finally know about Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to the Jets, right? Well, isn't that the idea that we will know that today? That is the – that's kind of the implication, I suppose, with Aaron Rodgers going 
going definitive on anything with Aaron Rodgers might be a mistake, but it does feel like we're coming we're coming to a resolution. And then we had the spectacular trade over the weekend. Uh, trades and drafts, two of my favorite things. Uh, whereby the Carolina Oh no. Did we lose him? We might have lost him. I think we lost him. He might have been getting in his car. It sounded like he was switching things, so let's try this again. Let's see if we can let's see if we can get him. Let's see let's, oh no. Oh no. Our new our new phone lines. Here we go. Let's see. God, I hope there's nobody out there that knows how to do dial tones. Let's see. He wants to talk about the Panthers trade. Okay, we, we, we lost you. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there or what I dropped. Okay, so uh, we have the trade. So two of your favorite things, trades and draft. Yeah, so my question is a couple points of intrigue. One is, who are they? if they stay at one, who do they take? And the name that I've heard most often is C.J. Stroud. Is that who you have heard the most often? Correct. So that's one. But so that, you know, whatever. You, you, all kinds of Second, might they trade down again, which seems crazy to me. I don't really understand the logic there. But then third is even if they don't, does this mean that the Arizona pick at three is now in play? Because if one is a quarterback, Panthers take whoever, C.J. Stratton. Then if two is a quarterback, Houston takes Bryce Young. Then you've got Arizona there at three. All of a sudden, is someone going to go up and jump ahead of Indianapolis at four, to, or is Indianapolis going to have to do it to try to get whoever the third quarterback on their board is, whether it's Anthony Richardson or Will Levis? Yes. So I guess the other name that was that I've seen at least today floating around, and then this is just classic football guy smokescreen season. I got to say, yeah. Jeff, the Panthers really stepped their game up. I've never seen someone trade up to get the number one pick and then leak out hours later that they're still open for business to trade down. That was a new one for me. I, I don't really see how that would work. What, do you do that because you think it's like flip the house, the number one pick, and like a, you think you can get more for it than the Bears got? Yeah, I think you do it just so you control the board, right? But controlling the board only, I don't know. Like, if you know for certain that your quarterback, let's say you want Anthony Richardson, and you know that he's not going to be taking one. But I don't know how you can know that for certain because, no, I, they're going to make this pick. They're going to make the if pick. You trade it up, if you trade it up to, contro- to have every option possible, you got to make the pick. I think, yeah, you've got to make the pick. And you've got to pick your guy. And then the truth of the matter is, I hate to say this, you've got to be right. Oh, for right? sure. I mean, Especially, well, I think you have to be right if you if you pick Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud. I think when you go against the grain, most people believe Bryce Young is the number one quarterback. When you make the decision, like if you go and you get Mitch Trubisky, you better be right. Well, is C.J. Stroud against the grain? I... I it's Football still guys against. Love like him best because he's big, bigger. Well, he's, yes. He's bigger. And he yeah. has, he has the best game probably on film. What he did against Georgia, given the the component, given the quality of the defense, like 
that's that. But yes, I still think it's I still think it's against the grain. Uh, and then Houston gets the quarterback. Yes, and then Houston and, takes uh, whichever one they don't take. All right, we'll be uh, we will be talking about this all week. Obviously, Tigers, Grizzlies, all of that. I'll tell you by the way. Spring's a great time to get engaged, and right now, over at Robert Irwin Jewelers, they are having a big bridal sale. Hundreds of engagement rings, wedding sets, wedding bands to choose from. No matter what your budget, Robert Irwin Jewelers has the perfect diamond for you. Jeffrey can tell you. You go on in there, you bring in some idea or a photo, and they will create a ring. The way Jeffrey described it to me is, it's not just when you see your beloved showing that ring to friends. It's when you see her just looking at it on her own. Just yes, when she just admires it. it. Yes, that's she the best. admires it and, and remembers just, it's just absolutely fantastic. You can also, by the way, trade in your old engagement ring for a new one. And Robert Owen Jewelers create new jewelry from your old jewelry. They can do all of that. Again, big bridal sale at Robert Owen Jewelers. Got five convenient locations. So check them out online at rijewelers.com. Definitely what is coming up next. Here's what's coming up next. Jeff Fitz and Harry will be airing live next right here on 99 FM ESPN. On Giannato and Jeffrey today, we will have Jason Munz, who was there with Jeff and Mark in Fort Worth. We'll talk Tigers then. Mark Grote, uh, the Bears sideline reporter, will be with Gabe today to discuss the trade. Jeff at 5 o'clock. Grizzlies pregame at 6. Grizzlies in Dallas at 6.30 right here on 99 FM ESPN. We will check them out. Thanks for listening, buddy. For now, work is done. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's college basketball station. The best college hoops and stories in Memphis live on 92.9 FM ESPN. Memphis's Hoops Place. Your window into affordable luxury is Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis. At Pella, we offer quality replacement windows at any budget. I can't believe the price of my new windows. They were so affordable. If I knew I could afford windows and doors as gorgeous as these, I would have chosen Pella Windows and Doors in Memphis years ago. Right now, save 25% on your entire project or get 50% off installation. The highest quality, the greatest value. Choose Pella Windows and Doors in Memphis, your window into affordable luxury. This is Rob Joyner with James Davis, one of the finest men's clothing stores in America, and we are ready for spring with five pocket performance pants in every color imaginable. New print performance knit shirts and sports shirts, perfect for work or the golf course, with Peter Millar, Johnny O, and Left Coast Tee. If you need a fresh look for work or for the spring parties coming up, our new sport coat selection is a must-look at. We have two Paul Batenley suits for $8.95, regularly $650 each in an array of colors and patterns, and our perfect fit alterations at no charge. Don't forget our Stant Custom shirts with new spring fabrics, just three measurements, and the computer gives the perfect fit. In two and a half weeks, the shirts arrive starting at $138 and hundreds of fabric choices. James Davis in the Laurelwood Shopping Center, an incredible shopping experience. Visit anytime at jamesdavismemphis.com. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at redrivertoyota.com and we'll bring it to you. 
So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. BetMGM's March Matchups is the perfect time for Hoops fans to take their best shot at scoring big. Log in or sign up today and place a $50 wager on any team to win the college tournament. If your team makes the semifinals, you'll receive a $20 bonus bet to use on any sport. Just use bonus code RIGHT, W-R-I-G-H-T, when you make your bet. Hit the court and find out why nothing beats BetMGM's March matchups. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Medi Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well to 